Welcome to the Fearless and Successful Podcast, brought to you by Coach D. That is me, and it is designed for changemakers just like you. I am an international success and business coach, and I love, love, love supporting you on your journey to ultimate health, happiness, and freedom. I obsess on all things mindset mastery and business strategy that allow you to design the life on your own terms. This podcast will be led through my three P's, productivity, purpose, and profit, and I will do my best to bring you the industry leaders on these topics, and I am also going to provide you with solo episodes where I'm going to talk about these three P's. If you are ready to dream big, plan for success, and impact the world, let's get this party started. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you're listening, another fearless and successful show with Rachel Chung. (laughs) Hello, Rachel, and welcome, welcome from Stockholm to Melbourne. Yes, so thank you for having me, Coach T. I'm so glad, I'm so honored to be a guest for your podcast. I'm so happy to share. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I'm excited about this because this is a topic that we actually didn't discuss on this podcast. So that's going to be fun. But before we start the nitty gritty, I want to know. Okay, so you're tuning in from Australia. Yeah, we had some guests from Australia. But I want to know also a little bit about you, your story, your high performance coach, you are, um, you're helping female entrepreneurs, but what got you to be a coach? And how did you, and did you always been in Melbourne? How did you, like, I want to know your story, your background, and tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. Thank you for spotlighting me. I'm so honored then. Yes. Let me share myself. I think probably when you listen, everyone, and they probably catch from my accent, I'm originally from South Korea, the Seoul. And I think I've been here six, exactly six years, exactly six years. And actually the six years made me here because of my background is of eight years of the personal brand image casting and personal profiler. But I think when I come here, came here, I think I came here with a too optimistic mindset. I thought that I was kind of Disney princess. Everything gonna fun, everything gonna be good, la 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 la, like that. And then when I come here, and then I just wanted to continue my image constant business, and then I launched it, and I failed, totally failed. And then actually, it was a starting from my courage, but actually, it made me too much the heart like a heartful moment because of my self-esteem is a rock bottom and then all everything is a surround me feel like rejected by everyone and by everywhere so that time i think i was stuck in the corner and then that time i was still you know not in the my house so i stayed at the hotel there for a long period and i was cried and then, and then that moment i think what should I do? I came here all the way from Korea to Melbourne and then what the, what should I do? I should I back? I feel because uh, before I was quite, I can say I was quite successful back in Korea, but here I feel like a nothing. I'm no one, no one care. So, and then that was a significant, really 
the critical moment to decide my turning point, which direction should I go? And after that, of course, I tried several few times. And then of course, another failure, failure. And then nearly I couldn't handle it anymore. Oh my God. And that time, luckily, that time I had my husband here. And he just so like, seriously, he knew me and he knew me like, hi, I think he just suggests me, I know you, you, you shouldn't give up. You shouldn't give up. And then just find what you really, really love to do. And at the time, okay. So, and that's how then for my personal profiling, I revisit and okay, what, my, what made me happy is actually helping people to better, especially don't care about men. Or if there were men, it's fine. No, I care more women. Our woman fellow because I feel really comfortable and connected and I can really be who I am and I can be just happen to be even at their best okay so I clearly know helping people makes me happy and satisfied just so simply by hearing thank you name my day okay so how can we really dig deeper to help them and that's where I found us studying the life coach life coaching then that was my turning point actually so it was a 2004 18 yeah 18 yeah and that time and then I just studied really intensely into the, the training and from the part I can finally qualify coach in the confidence and high performance and that's how I'm living my life now fearlessly yeah <laughs> oh my god that's a fearless story and it's very similar to mine where I eight years ago actually I moved from Slovenia yeah. to Sweden um so yeah we have quite similar story I have three kids in between but yeah <laughs> um but oh good uh, I love this and how did you yeah. like what got you to start? How did you start with your current business? Like, what was that? I don't know, you took a credit, um, um, you took the certification, but what got you to now I want to serve? Because the path from actually getting the paper to actually starting and serving and helping people, which is your passion yeah. and mission, what was that turning point? I think it's uh, most important and it has have beneficial for me to clear about which direction I want to go, which target, who I want to help, and what I actually want to do. Was actually, is it really important to understand ourselves, myself? Because before I was really, I'm really good at supporting people, empower, like kind of surrounding, surround people next to support. The problem was that I really, well, I was a people pleaser. What I mean by that is I was caring other people first before you do yeah 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 and then I just like always care about people what other people think what I'm gonna do good what what if I what I should do make other people happier and then they're gonna thank to me so I stuck the, the deep 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 root and then okay it's too too much and I already been there I know it didn't work for me at all and it gave me the failure as well okay I think it's really this is my life and I have a control and choice so I'm going to be in charge of my life, what I'm going to do. No one can touch that part. Then I just like, I'll, as a poet, you can do it before. I love plenty. I write, I love the writing and I love the brainstorming and just writing and then keep writing, dig deeper, dig deeper, back down. And then, okay, who Rachel is and then my strengths is this, this, this. And then what I like this, this, this. And then there's the overlap part, right? Okay. And then what I love and then what other people say to me and ask me about what thanks to me. And then when I did, people thank to me. Okay, this part. 
Okay, because of that thing can make me happy. And then, okay, all right. And then when I just found the corner, very core corner, which is a core part, which is all overlapped. And that's when I found the final, find of the answer, final answer, all overlapped. That's where I found, okay, I'm gonna do confidence part and high performance. And also I'm gonna have female solo entrepreneur, especially at the startup stage. And who's stuck in procrastination, especially from fear, self-doubt and professionalism. So that's how I've all clear about that. And then, okay, I found myself now it's time to action. So, and it's just a run from that point. <laughs> and you're, oh my God. And you're like, I feel you. You're like, let's get to business. Like, <laughs> and I love that you mentioned that you said, I'm, char I'm in charge of my life. I just love this, you know, because it is like a conscious de decision that we make. Um, and, and I feel like the warrior, warrior inside you, you're not the victim of your circumstances, but you're the warrior. I just love this. Um, and our women here who are listening, they will feel the, the, how you ignite that message and how you clear you are about your mission, which is, which is very important. You said, and to be able to serve other people, you said it so beautifully, you have to know yourself. So I think this point is like, let's get to business. Like, let's do this. Um, the topic of our conversation is to find how to identify um, what is the one number one strength through Enneagram, right? Um, yeah. And because I'm a nerd too, so it's not just you. Uh, I'm a, a nerdy person. I love to know myself and that helped me as a coach to know my clients. How can I serve them best? How can I use my strengths? And I think... Uh, what I love to, to say <clears throat> is, you know, use your strengths and um, hire your weaknesses because that when you operate from your strengths and you really operate from your zone of genius, that makes mm -hmm. you happy and that makes your ha clients happy. Um, so let's go. Where do you want to start with this Enneagram thing? Where, where do you usually start when you work with your clients? I think it's just that I always starting from the, because without knowing the why we are doing, the reason behind, then people not motivated, not action. They, they just, okay, and then they're going to forget. So I think it's really great to share the value of the knowing Enneagram to and identify the number one strength, which is I call the signature strength, one signature strength. And then that's the, I starting with the, that why value. And then I can say that so there are many different and numerous values by knowing Enneagram, the finding the identify signature strengths with an Enneagram. The number one is, I think it comes to against before when I share my story, without knowing who we are, without mastering who we are, who I am, who you are, who Coach D, who Rachel, and then probably with can't actually the be the have any clarity, any focus because and then is it really important to, to know who we are because this is a clear so much clear guidance whatever you choose whatever you decide for example i'm i'm type two which is a helper already so the helper and then before i identify my type i was really struggling to be different person compared to myself why i can be like her and then like I tried to be her, but I can't, I really struggle. And then it's just in me a lot. Oh, why well, I can't. And then really, 
oh, it's disappointing me. And I just tried to be something different and constantly disappoint me and it don't love myself. And, but if I, after I know I'm helper. So when I, I as a helper, I know clearly know which situation make me be more motivated, encouraged, and which situation make me weak. And I just really clear about that, which means with the clear data, clear analysis, I can whenever I have a make decision, okay, someone asked me to help her as a coach, but I clearly know she's my, I can't work with the person. I, we have a choice, we have a contract to choose, right? And I think, okay, she's the one, and I think as of myself, and I feel definitely demotivated, and then she's gonna be in a benefit for myself because I can be sure my best. And then I just really politely and gently reject because I have a clear guidance who I am, who I want to serve, and what made me happy, and what I can be motivated, and it, which means I can help people best of best. So this is a value. So knowing if you know who you are, master who you are from that point, I think a lot of people, especially startup stage or any situation, just you're going to be so crystal clear, whatever you're going to do. And then you're going to be fully 100% confident to whatever you choose. And then that confidence and certainty give you action. Because without action, we can't make any sales. We can't make any clients. We can't anything. That's the starting point. So that's why that's the really important to identify who you are with the Enneagram or even other personality tests. But personally, I really love Enneagram. It can be deeper level of the confirmation, like that the information. So that's the one. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I, and I just love that you are actually talking about uh, taking action because I know that through action, even if it's not the right action, you always get the clarity what is next. Mm. Because sometimes we just sit and we just think and we are, you know, I'm not speaking to the dadlers in the house. I'm speaking to people who know, you know, I would love to take that action, but I'm just afraid of, you know, what if I fail? And you went through a, a fair deal of, of failures oh, and yeah. you realize, you know, they are just making me stronger and they're giving me the clarity that I need to move forward. Maybe this is, I always talk about failures as a feedback or just, you know, as a mistake, a lesson that you need yeah. to, to get in order to, to move forward. Um, so yeah. I'm a seven and wh what I identify when I did Enneagram was I'm very futuristic. Strength Finder told me like if, when I did the Strength Finder two times, like back five years ago and one year ago, the one of the top five is futuristic, like future oriented. And that's the, the we, um, Enneagram 7, if I understand right, we are very visionaries, right? And yes. I understood when I talked about my client with my clients and I would say like, you have to have this big vision. They were like, no, I don't need to. I just need to know what's my next step. I don't need to talk about 10 year vision, 20 year. And I, I understood that that's how we operate. Like we yeah. visionaries, we have this big picture. We, exactly. we know that, you know, we are just patient in making these small steps, but also seeing the, the, the big picture. It's not that everyone see that like this, right? Uh, so tell me a little yeah. bit about that. How, how do I, as an action taker, very multi-passionate, enthusiastic person who is also visionary, how do I work with someone who is a type two? Type two, which is, you don't have to worry about working with type two. Type two is basically loves type seven. Yeah. <laughs> so 
oriented, people oriented, type two yes. also people oriented. So naturally we are connected type to type seven because we caring. We are just a really yes. caring person yes. and accepting and they're quite open-minded. So like whatever. And then, cause the type seven very curious. And then just mm -hmm. so, oh, okay, I want to know, I want to know, I want to know. But other, some other type is a type eight is my way is the only way like that. <laughs> and then don't listen. They get conflict because too strong. But type seven is a, eventually when you work type two, actually type two is a ready to accept, ready to just help and embrace. And type seven is a have fun and they want to know, curious. And then you're also quite an expressive person, type seven, expressive, which means also very good fit with a type two. So okay, so my, my intake form from now on is going to be Enneagram form. If you're not type two, you're not working with me. Too <laughs> <laughs> so for myself, when I do it as a client, I actually make myself this type, this type, this type is actually best to fit for me. And I think this certain type, I'm not going to hear because some people check and they, oh, I don't want a label. So I'm not going to open which type is good for me, which type is not, not here. But I think this actually even helped. So when yeah. you when we're going to be understanding the Enneagram, it's a really great tip for everyone to even briefly read each Enneagram type description mm -hmm. so you can oh, okay so this type is like that this type is like that and then you can just so how can comfortable with myself as a coach and as a client just so is it actually really good for how to communicate because as you said oh how about the type two and the type i'm type seven so you're a little curious and you just want to how to be better relationship same thing mm -hmm. if you know the other enneagrams of these details and their description it's for you to how can react how can communicate more effectively and then even giving a clear clue what i who i want to work with who i don't want to work with so it's really good yeah yeah and i think that you know me as and i think that you're on point because if you work with and I'm not generalizing now, just I'm, I'm just, you know, being curious if I have an, a type type eight um, yeah. and that type eight is probably not coachable because they think, you know, my way is the right way. And they show up for, for a call, for a coaching call. And I would say, yeah, like, yeah, I'm going to guide them. This is the solution. Oh, they will say thank you. And they will do something else. <laughs> but there's always a way to do because type eight is. They're, they're whatever they say is the best solution, best thing, and they want because they're really way, really a lot of advocators and then lawyer and then especially the the in the low low lawyer like a low part and they are because and the number one also the right things but I think the just the eight is the strongest personality out of all but here's thing a lot of entrepreneurs successful entrepreneur also type eight because uh, they yeah. don't care what a failure just confront don't don't mind confronting any anything just uh, keep going keep going keep going nothing can stop them so they oh, that really makes sense yes yeah, strong spirit yeah. so what is uh, if you have a chance to like one is a good way to accept it i think you're right and then always the first thing is a respect there whatever they say respect first and then okay and then you just uh, may i just gently just suggest that's how we can connect if you were gonna be seven and work with a type eight yeah oh that's really good yeah that's really good that was good okay so <laughs> Let's go to, to some of the tangible tips. So for our women who are just thinking, you know, yeah, you know, and, and you're, 
you are mostly working with with women who female entrepreneurs who are just starting out and you know let's just go to what are some of the obstacles that you are dealing with with women who are just starting out what is like the number one problem or struggle or challenge that they are facing and they can't move forward um so let's talk about this and then some tips how we can help them sounds great yes let's do that so first one I think there are so many main things of self-doubt, fear, and perfectionism. But there are actually, if you're going to count, we can just listing of so many things block us. But out of all that, I think, especially when we start, hold us, like startup stage, hold the best most is a fear. Fear. It can be fear of a success. It can be fear of judgment. It can be fear of failure. So in the category of fear, I think whenever I have a talk and conversation and then with my clients and then with even any conversation or time, I think they say the fear is the top one, number one. And then it can be just so I'm not generalized, but when I talk with about and I found fear, even there was it that happened to me as well. And that actually procrastinate and then delay our launch and then just uh, scared. And I think that fear, especially the day three, as I just shared, is a one thing is depending personality, also different personality, but top is a fear of failure and the fear of judgment. And for me, fear of judgment was the highest one. And some people is a fear of success. Because some people are introvert personality, more likely go to the fear of success. So I think that was a really the top one and you want me to share the tip straight to this one so i would love for you to to just identify like when when people say like yeah how do you identify what is the type of fear because based on what, what is the type of fear we can help them because i know that for a lot of people that i'm working with there is a certain fear of both judgment and failure my people are not afraid of success because i do love to work with visionaries and they have this bigger picture you know they are they they, they eat success for breakfast but there then is that that fear of failure there's just like what do I, what if i fail and this will actually not be a success so how do you identify whether they are like and my question probably is like okay so everyone has a certain fear right there's always yes. a fear of unknown we don't know what we don't know um how do we go about if there is a fear of judgment we identify so i'm afraid that people will laugh at me i'm afraid of what people will think of me i'm afraid that there will be haters if i if i show up on social media people will say something bad to me we're just afraid of other people's opinions right um and then failure would be like oh i failed this launch you know, and then is again, like fear of judgment, like people will laugh at me. So how do you like kind of distinct between the two? I think it's a first of all is a, when we think about the, when we ask what you're holding back, a lot of people say the fear, but as you say, so when you identify, I found that a lot of chances the fear is not happening yet, is a, always a link to the something happened before past, it kind of triggered. So it ha- but some people deny it or they're not even aware of that. So what I always suggest is only the fear is not something happened, but our brain functionally to protect us, not to be something access to something unfamiliar to protect us. So what I mean by is the fear is not tangible, not happening yet, future pace. 
but it triggered by past, which is reality experience. And then to link the part, past and future, which means present, right? We need to identify what is between the trigger and the gap and to disconnect. So what I think is always, how we can present this situation to identify past, which trigger, and how can dissolve this future-paced fear. So I always, I love old school style, which is writing. So which means we're gonna be trying to find something, keep thinking inside of our brain, and then it's gonna be still, again, not visible. We can't see, we can't hear ourselves, we can actually touch ourselves. So I always say back to the old school, and then manually, just writing. What means is investigating yourself, be a F by agent. So, and then you just starting the, the top part is a floating above the surface, which is a you says instantly first to answer ourselves. Okay, I feel fear, maybe fear of failure. Okay, and then we're gonna dig down why I feel fear of failure. And then just in the case, okay, I had a just like a launch, but it failed and it made me just really uncomfortable. And then you ask, okay, why I feel uncomfortable? Because and I was asking, I think the last time when I do, and when I did a similar thing in a school, and actually some of my teacher really judged, judging me in front of everyone. And then, and then, okay, and then made me really sad and okay, and embarrassed. Okay, and I ask one more time. Okay, why I feel embarrassed? And then, and okay, and then after that, oh, I feel actually some people, people laugh at me and then I feel like really embarrassed. Okay, embarrassed again. And I feel really uh, uncomfortable there again. It just keeps circling, right? And then I feel really uncomfortable that part. And then actually I didn't want to be stay there. And then I just want to the, the run away from the moment. And then actually I did. And then, and then okay, why did you run away? So keep asking, asking. And then certain point to gonna keep start a circulation. So like if keep the same thing, same thing, like some word is buzzing and some word. And then deep down, actually, even through the, that conversation, you ourselves with just writing, asking why is it like that? Why it happened like that? Keep telling, telling, telling. And then when you hit the final one, you, I think naturally we're going to feel, we're going to be aha moment, which is okay. Actually, I thought that fear, fear of failure, but actually deep down, actually it triggered fear of actually judgment. Actually, I feel judged and it actually made me really uncomfortable. And I didn't feel like I didn't love myself. I was not confident. So I couldn't do anything. I just stuck. So it means I don't want any progress. So I think in just like this conversation, I just demonstrating very quickly, briefly, but just so take your time to really dig deeper. So like time block, but to one hour, just a bit deeper. It's worthy. Just spending the so traumata. Start watching one episode of Netflix, and then you can do this one. And after that, when you have the that golden, the, the golden part is which is your root one, root to the trigger point, to actually your root and then actually the trigger root. And then it's time to we can you face that one. You found we found this trigger, which is underneath of the surface of the, your sphere. Then it's time to transform, which is fixed time. Mm. So that's the house. Oh my goodness, Rachel, <laughs> this is so good because we are like back to, to the starting point where we actually talked about how to, you know, you have to know yourself. If you don't know what fears are you facing, you're not able to, to, to go to move forward and help your clients. So this was exactly. very, so fearless people, this is your action. Okay. This is your action. Yes. 
take block one hour, you know, <laughs> schedule it in your Google calendar because this lady yeah. is a, is a, yeah. I don't know, she's a planner. She's a nerd planner. So block <laughs> yes, the am. time, one hour, self-coach yeah. yourself through the question, what is the fear beneath? And I, I can so resonate with that. Like, Teacher judging me, like teachers judging me. I was an immigrant kid where I was oftentimes bullied as a kid. And it was so hard for me because I didn't speak the language. And it was like so hard for me. And teachers was always saying, you don't speak the language. Like, and you know what is the good thing? That they always said to me, like, you don't speak the language. Now I speak seven. And not only that, like a few years oh. back, I was a language teacher. So screw you, all you naysayers who told me that I can't speak the language, right? When you identify that, like, you can move forward and you can actually use that as a strength. Exactly. But, but you have to be aware of what is holding you back. So that was a good one. So Tell us. So I identified now, like, let's just pretend that, yeah, I have a fear of people will, you know, bully me or embarrass me or judge me. So how do I take that? Now I know. So what is the tip for us to, to, you know, to clear this fear, to move forward? Okay. So we did all we faced. So we identified the root one. So it's time to fix, right? So which means is the each different one is a different antidote the medicine to be prescribed but for fear of judgment part is uh, i think in terms of fear it's kind of the the very first one before you share your visionary you have a share big why actually that's the one i think the simplest and then most effective and then quickest you can be benefit from the the antidote for fear is fear judgment too is a bit why the reason why i said is i said the fear is a brain this is a brain function thing right this is the future pace always people what if what if what if what if what if blah 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 what if so technically what if it means it's not happening at all yet yeah we are not just a forecaster we are we can't see foresee of course maybe we can assume but we that's not one percent happening right so what means is that without the that future we have to live in the present and then to that is the, the having the big why is a super important. And everything is every actions, every whatever you are doing, the first one, first runner must be the, the big why, which is the value and importance. And then appreciate, convince yourself, convince your brain, convince your mind. Because the reason why is, the, for example, if you're going to be, because a lot of the, the summer is coming, so not here winter, but other sides of summer. So a lot of people starting their diet, going diet. But a lot of people, the reason, the, another big reason is a bit the procrastinating and the be laziness is some, a lot of people is, uh, what if people judge my body when we're gonna be exercise? Why if you're just thinking, oh, she, oh, I'm so not oversized, something like that. And just uh, even worry about that part. But if you have a big why to things first, and then you have a clear goal, the borrowing your type seven visionally, you can see clearly so nice, a tone and fit, and then you can wear whatever you want and you can hear people, you look great, you look gorgeous. And that can be, your, and that make your life much happier and then much more confident. And it can just impact your life so positively. 
And also another, another not big Y, it's a slightly lesser Y, but you have a, a counter body, your gym body. And then you just don't know, like let down your gym body her. So whenever she call, okay, I worry about judging, but no matter what, I have to promise to keep my promise. And then you going, right? But we just by simply have a reason, which is you have a counter body, gym body. And you have a, the gorgeous, nice tone and the nice fit bodies coming, waiting for you. So this is a big why, giving you a big why reason. And it's just activating your actions out of mm. the, out of the fear. Yeah. Oh, love this. So when you identify your fear, then you identify your why and you know that you're going towards that why and it, it's going to drive you also two things. So your why and you have to find someone who will hold you accountable. Yes. So two things. Guys, who there's no more pro procrastination. There is no more place for procrastination. But this was so good. But, you know, for people who are still, yeah, I don't know. I'm still like afraid. I'm still stuck. Tell us yeah. about your moment when you felt stuck, when you felt afraid, when you were like, oh, my, my freaking God, I can't do this. But you did it and you feel like, oh, I'm so glad that I did it. I think they are, so I think is even though I'm quite definition of the high performance, but a lot of high performance, 80% high performance also doing procrastinations, funny thing, right? <laughs> a lot of paradox, yes. But that's the, actually, that's why I say, this is not disease. This is a so, so common thing to happen to us. Now, how we can do, deal with, and then just a, a and B, how can deal with overcome or just a, just a deal with and then stop there again. So for one of the biggest thing is uh, what I did differently was probably just a quite recent ones, only a few months before, because uh, I'm, I'm uh, my personality is uh, outside of just the number two with pepper, I'm also introvert. I'm introvert part. And a lot of people surprised I'm developed, some part developed extrovert, look like extrovert, but actually introvert. Anyways, not too much talking, yeah, <laughs> anyway. So what I means is introvert is uh, I have my ex, especially after COVID, my introvert kicked higher. So which means I became more introvert because I was work from home and then his stuff, no socialize. And then anyway, so one time I just uh, scroll down and then what I found one of the really good opportunity, which is that's the Australia and in Australia, the Australia, Korea, both one is like a young leader, young leader, young leader, like kind of the delegate. So, okay, that looks, looks interesting, but I had to go to the network to meet them and I need to forum. And then no, remember like, I really love to work with the women, surround by women, but that's Sounds like a totally like when a guest one, a lot of the men also gonna come in. Also another uncomfortable point. And I think, should I apply? Because I'm really passionate about the helping like a non, like a, even Australia's like Korean people or even other migrants, especially female migrants. I have a big heart in then helping them, female migrants. Anyway, so, okay. I think this is gonna great opportunity to unfold my passion and mission in that part. Okay, should I, should I? And I stuck in procrastinating because uh, the, Again, fear, even I just have fear. Cause what if like that? Okay, what if I go there and then I totally suck in the networking and then I just couldn't suck it point. And then, okay, what if I apply? What if I think I didn't get it? And that's invest myself. Cause also a lot of time, 
so really long, long, long application, ask so many questions and so many things today ask about me. And then I can even, even after the fear of success, what if I then, and then, oh, how I'm gonna do? But to be honest, I did it. Okay, big why. I can help with this one. I can step in my, this my stepping stone to help of migrants, female migrants be the leader. So really gonna ignite their dream, their passion. I have to do that's my big, big why. And then I did, and then I got in, I got in, I chosen, I did it. So I was so happy. And after that, okay, I did a good job. All right, petting myself. So that was my recent, I'm proud of myself. I did actually overcome that part. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, what a great story. I just love this. I just love, you know, and this is a great testimony when you, when you, and even, you know, you overcame that fear. And even if you were, were not accepted, like you just yeah. made yourself through something that was meaningful to you. When we find yeah. something meaningful, like, like you said, your big why, it's so yeah. easier to move forward. That's good as to you. Um, yes. And for people who want to know more about your success, about your stories, where they can connect with you. Okay. So I really want to connect to more people, especially from you, Coach D, because uh, <laughs> I think actually only the future of Coach D's audience is going to be best. Anyway, so if you, you. Know, want to know more and then just uh, really connect to me, just a search in uh, Instagram and the Facebook and the LinkedIn. Simply search Essence by Rachel Chung. Then you can find me and then we can connect. And Essence by Rachel Chung. I just love that. Yeah. yeah, thank you. I find everyone's essence, which is the best self. <laughs> love it. And tell us about your free gift that you have for our audience. Oh, yeah, I think I have a several one, but I think this one is a quite interesting and really going to work well especially we as a female entrepreneurs in any stage. So which is a hacks to cultivate your client magnet first impression. Wow. What it is. So I just so briefly ex explain this one because my background is personal image casting, right? And whenever I had a mistake too, I think whenever we have a, under pressure, we need to make a sale, 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 because that's the way to viable business, sustainable business. Without the actual profit, we can't move on. That's true, right? And then I think I also made a mistake. I really only fully focus on other people's way of the sale. And then once again, personalize, focus on yourself first. And then I think how can I actually making the better conversion myself and be myself, be more confident and the talking. That's I found this one. Though what means is uh, when you just saw first point, this is a human to human touch. This is a human to human interaction. Everyone, we are, when you want to invest in someone, we just uh, emotionally trigger by that. And then we're, oh, I like that, I trust. And emotionally become fan of you or really connected. And then later on, logically by features, justify why I have to invest in. So first comes is emotionally triggered point, which is connection point. So depending on how we connect the very first seven seconds, and then we're gonna give them trust and connection or not, it can affect actually the throughout the conversation. 
So that's why I made this one to help you to better connection instantly when you're gonna be say hi, that from point. First seven master, master the seven seconds, your highest, best, most engaging impression, first impression. And then you can all throughout the conversation, you feel you're just be you, and then they're gonna like you, they're gonna trust you, which means they're gonna follow you. They're gonna invest in you. So just uh, get access to this, uh, my special free gift for you. And then let's cultivate your client magnet first impression. Yeah. <laughs> I love this because this will help people to really master because sometimes people don't have the confidence because they don't have the how and this will really help them to make that impression um, with the how. This is the the eight hacks to cultivate your client magnet. First impression. <laughs> this is going to be so good. Guys, you have to download this and also um, Rachel is so kind to us and so generous. So she's also if you want to see how she works how maybe you want to discover your essence and she's going to help you with that. You can also book um, a 45 minute strategy session call with her um, which yeah. the link will be pop in the notes so you can get a taste of Rachel's magic um and to wrap this up is there anything that I forgot to ask you I know that we had a, a really awesome conversation but was there anything that you didn't share that I forgot to ask you and you would love to share I think the one last thing is I want to share just generally because as a human human because we all went through the hard moment and then we also experienced how to overcome and then we know Johnny Coach D and Rachel, no. <laughs> and everyone must be no, but I think is uh, I just want to share one last thing is entrepreneur journey is not easy way to enjoy our life. This is a meaningful, definitely meaningful and impactful way. So as far as you are in this journey, always remember yourself in and young. My another motto for my life is balance, balance. In our nature, in this is in and yang, make the harmony and it makes our nature prosper. That's it. For your business life, we need yin and yang, which means when you have a dark moment, really dark, you can't see anything. And then you also expecting sunrise. So sun is coming to shine through you. So always remember yin and yang, when you're stuck in the dark moment, just waiting for slightly more, you hold on tight and it's coming. But the condition is you, we're gonna do our best. We're gonna do our best. And then we definitely gonna be the meet our young. <laughs> oh my goodness. This was the most beautiful wrap up ever. You guys don't dim your light. Sun is always coming to your way. And yes. if you want to have more sun in your life and light in your life, definitely follow Rachel for more. Like she's just the beaming like I don't know light light for so guys connect with her on socials we're gonna put all the 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 connection there in the show notes but overall I wish you an incredible summer you guys and thank you Rachel for connecting thank you so much <laughs> thank you so much fearless soul for taking the time to jump in today and listen to this episode I know your time is the most valuable asset, so I don't take this lightly. As a sign of appreciation, I would love to give you free access to my 21-day Mindset Mastery and Business Strategy program. All you need to do is take a screenshot of this episode and tag me in EG Stories. Until next time, dreamer, 
Mwah.